Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I'd like to talk to you about when stuff doesn't work. It could be a launch or a sale, or perhaps you want your business to grow and it's just not growing the way you want to, or perhaps you're just having problems with team members or coworkers or just anything in between. Well, I understand I've been there more than once, bought the t-shirt. In today's episode, we're going to talk about what to do when things just aren't working. You're going to get some really practical tips coming to you after this short break. Hey there, and we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, I just want to thank those of you who have been listening for the very first time. Thank you so much for being here, as well as those who have been listening for multiple episodes. I'm giving you a big old electronic hug if you've been with me for more than one episode. And if you haven't done so already, please be sure to follow me on LinkedIn or Twitter. You can find me at Denise Chi Lee. And if you haven't done so already, go ahead and visit me at denisechili.com where you can find articles and other things to help you grow your personal brand and or service-based business. Now, without any delay, let's get into today's episode. This was really inspired. This specific episode of when things just don't go right was inspired by with a lot of things that was happened to me personally and professionally in the last week or so. If you haven't noticed that my last episodes were a little sparse, you weren't really hearing too much about me. And the reason was because to be quite frank, to be honest with you, I needed to take a break. I needed to hit that pause. I needed to hit that moment where I can just get some clarity and to retool and refine certain things that I was doing. Oftentimes, those of us who are endeavoring to be growing our business or starting our business, we have big plans. We have huge ambitions. We want things done like yesterday. And in that hurry, hurry, rush, rush thing, we sometimes we forget that just that moment of pause can do you a world of good. So this episode was really birthed out of obviously certain things that I was dealing with. And I'm hoping that the things I have to share with you can really help you get some clarity and and some insight into what's going on particularly in your business. Now, I just want to say that what you're doing what you're going through, no matter how crappy it is, trust and believe it's common to a lot of other people in business. It may not be in the exact same form. It may not have that same flavor in terms of the players are involved and the exact circumstances, but it's not so uncommon that any of us could not relate in one form or fashion. And I think for a lot of us, when we think things are going wrong, we somehow we think we're alone. And because when we think we're alone, we think that we can't share anything with anyone because they can't relate. But trust and believe that we're all going through the same kind of situations, just in a different kind of way. And the really first step into getting out of a funk or out of a bad thing is to first stop and ask yourself, is this something that I know someone else has dealt with? It doesn't even have to be necessarily a, a person that's even alive. Sometimes I myself have read through books about people who have been long gone dead, but they've gone through similar struggles in terms of growing their business or raising their family or just something that was really personal to me. 
could be through a family or friend. It could be through your mentor. I hope that you're really supported and have someone or something to kind of help you wade through this thing. When we're trying to get out, support can really help. It can really make us to put a positive spin or not even positive. It can help us to think more realistically on things. Sometimes when I think about a particular situation or thing, especially with my business, I'm thinking the world is going to go to hell in a hell basket and nothing's going to work out. Point in case, I think for when um, I'm having a particular program event and I'm thinking, well, just because a certain amount of people I expect to attend don't attend, that means somehow that my program wasn't a success or that I'm not doing the right thing and I'm not selling things that I believe are able to be sold because certain people aren't showing up. And the reality is, does one particular event, one particular program launch or fill in the blank and it doesn't go out the way you want to, does that mean that we just pack up our bags and say, we're not doing this, I don't want to do this anymore? Well, no, heavens no, we don't think that we can't think that way and help to help us to get in that proper alignment and that proper perspective. It helps to have people who are not us to help things be more understandable, more relatable, that we're not having the world just go to hell just because one particular thing that we really hope didn't go the way as we planned. So support is so important. It's going to help you gain perspective. It will help you to weather those moments when you're not feeling quite happy, that you're not feeling up to it. And trust and believe that all support is not good support. And this is something that I wish I knew and I'm telling you right now. Oftentimes, oftentimes when we're going to people, we have to be really careful and selective about who we confide in because not everybody that may support us in one area will support us in a different area in our business. And specifically, I'm talking about your friends and family, the people that you tell them about your secrets and about all the things that you struggle with. Business is definitely something where you need to be talking with people who are also in business with because they're in the trenches. They're also going through this similar situations. When you're talking with someone who has an employee mindset, someone who has a nine to five job, the fact that you're just taking risks every day seems very weird and daunting. So there's no frame of reference. They don't understand about your vision. They don't have a vision, have a vision about making connections for business, making these types of decisions because they themselves, for whatever reason, not because it's not on their heart or because they don't have a passion for it, but maybe they did have a passion for it, but they got disappointed because they didn't have the support and they gave up on themselves. And and inadvertently, they may pass on their own skepticism because of their own limited beliefs about how business works and they think it's, or they may think it's too risky or whatever onto you. So be careful as you're seeking out support, as you're seeking out people to help guide you, that they are aligned with you. There's something totally different with talking with someone who has been running their business for five, six, 10 years versus talking with someone who has never worked for themselves a day of their life. They've always been employed. 
by someone. You're going to get so much different types of advice. Not to say that people, for example, who've been employed, who've worked up the food chain and they're in management or whatever, they have they can't teach you something. That's not what I'm saying. But there's a different perspective that you're going to get from people who are actually in the trenches learning and growing in their business versus someone who is not taking those same type of risks. So just be careful about that. Now, the other tip to help you when things are just not going wrong is is after you've got the support, be honest and ask yourself, what is really going on? Is it really things that are beyond your control. Like for example, I was thinking about one particular client and because of the coronavirus thing, his shipment of certain products didn't come in time. So they couldn't assemble it. And that impacted his scheduling for uh, sending stuff to clients and that all messed up. Or is it something internal, meaning that is it because of your procrastination? Is it because of your own unwillingness or fear of seeking support. Like, I don't know, but really get honest about what is going on. Sometimes these things are completely outside of ourselves, completely things are beyond control. And there's certain things that are within control. There's this concept called the axis of control, the axis of control rather, where just draw a little circle and write down all the things that are potentially within your control, your attitude, your commitment, how you plan your day, how you schedule things. All those things are within your control, but things are out of control like the weather or how certain things could be shipped. But even then, for example, about shipment, we can also have contingencies in place, meaning that when one thing back fails, we can have a backup pin. But the point I'm trying to make is we always need to constantly examine and think about, okay, if things are within my control, what can I do? And if things are outside of my control, are there contingencies? Are there backup plans? Are there other things that I can do to make things easier? Oftentimes when we see things spiraling out of control, we're somehow thinking that we're, we put ourselves instantly in victim mode. We constantly want to think of things that are beyond our control because it's easier, it's simpler to be a victim. It's easier and simpler to blame outside people. It's easier and simpler to say, well, this doesn't work because the people aren't there, so why bother? But when we put our control back into our own hands and, and tell us who and how and what can help us get to our goals, or even if something didn't mess up, like what can we do to get ourselves back on track? That puts power back into our hands. That enables us to think more creatively. There is a concept and there's this book called From Wallace Waters, The Science of Getting Rich that says that we become rich when we shift from the competitive to the creative, meaning that when we're always thinking about starting something new, innovative, that's outside of ourselves, we can constantly find new opportunities and new solutions. But when we're competing, when we're trying to fight against people, when we're trying to combat and be antagonistic, it's a closed door. We can't think any way out of that. So I want to encourage you to start finding more and more creative solutions. Honestly, I think about even so many other areas of my life where, for example, I really struggled with emailing people. I really, really did. I know this sounds silly, but it's true. I really struggled with email people. And one of the reasons why I struggled in the beginning was that I don't want to email people because I don't want to sell them because I don't want to bother them. But that's ridiculous. It's a business. How in the world can I not 
grow my business if I people don't know what I have to offer. If somebody likes it, great. If someone doesn't, that's fine. But regardless, we're a business. We put on keep putting up offers. And as I thought more deeply about why I was afraid about it, it was because I was afraid of the rejection. I was afraid of not getting the likes, not getting the affirmation. And that all is coming from a fear of really, to be quite honest with you, fear of failure. And failure is a form of trying to compete. I know I'm trying to like make one analogy to string to analogy, but the point I'm trying to make here is that when I started thinking I am helping people, I am exploring new ideas to help people in different ways, and I started getting the creative ways of sharing different messages in different ways, things started getting easier. I want to encourage you to start thinking of ways that things can just get easier. Oftentimes in business and in life, we make things a heck of a lot more harder than it needs to be. But when we break down and think about what is the simplest, easiest, fastest way that I can just be creative about what I need to do, it just feels like everything opens up and things just get really easier. Another thing when things aren't getting working right and you're just trying to make things easier is ask yourself about your plans. A lot of times we, as business people, we are shooting for the moon, right? We're trying to reach those stars and get those big goals. But honestly, for some of us, we need to dial it back. We need to dial it way back because when we make our goals too high, when we're anticipating certain things that happen in a certain time frame that are just unbelievable, and they don't happen, we feel like we need to give up on ourselves. Perfect example that I remember I had when I first began my business is I wanted to obtain a certain amount of clients, right? But honestly, when I think about it, in the beginning of my business, what I really needed to do was ask myself, at my current stage and my current skill set, what is the most unmanageable, the most realistic amount of clients that I can maintain? And then I had to dial it back. For some of us, for a lot of us, honestly, we need to dial stuff back, way back, and think to ourselves, what is at this stage with everything I've got going on, with all the people that I'm dealing with, everything that's going on, what is a realistic thing that I can attain at this stage? Sometimes when we're upset and we're thinking that things aren't going right, it's because we've put way too much pressure on ourselves. Yes, ourselves, not our clients, not our customers, not our friends, not our family. We're putting it on ourselves. And we we want to prove our clients and everyone around us that we're doing the right thing. We're on the right pace. But when we're trying to overwhelm ourselves with just big, really humongous goals, we're actually setting ourselves for failure. And actually, that's a good segue to the next thing is we need to stop the self-sabotage. We really need to do that. Part of the reason why sometimes we have these difficulties, why we have these problems is because we've had these huge goals. And because it's so overwhelming, we inadvertently, or maybe sometimes unconsciously, to be honest with you, we set ourselves up for failure. For example, One of the things that I do myself to get myself mentally ready for the day is I I journal, I read, I pray, I do my breath work. And and if time permitting, obviously I go for a bike ride and that really helps me mentally set up for everything that I have going on. But what I don't do that self-care, my even just a little self-care routine... 
everything gets messed up. Like everything gets messed up. So think to yourself, like how can you set yourself up for success in every single part of not just your business, but in your life? Sometimes we're ne- some of us are ne- neglecting eating well or sleeping well, or perhaps mo- some of us need to be spending more time taking micro breaks, or perhaps we need to dial back from four hours a day of social media. Yes, four hours a day. If you know who you are, you know I'm talking to you, to maybe perhaps in a half an hour to an hour a day. One of the things that I've been doing myself as my own personal goal that I want to share with you is that I'm trying to limit my total social media time to one hour a day, period. I don't care. I know there's some people say, well, you need to be constantly creating content and showing up and all this stuff. Like, well, let them do that. I know for me, I know for my own mental health, I can't do that. I can't show up that way. For a lot of us, we need to get out of our own ways and stop the self-sabotage. Stop doing things that are not helping our mental and emotional or spiritual health and perhaps our physical health. Some of us are just eating rotten food all day long and instead of just spending some extra money to eat more more fruits or vegetables, we, we're relying specifically on frozen food or we're relying on anything that comes out of a paper bag from the drive through lane. You know who you are if I'm talking to you, if I'm ringing doorbells. The point I'm trying to make is that we need to find every way that we can put ourselves in that best next position. And then lastly is last, stop making excuses about fixing it. If you are stuck, if you are facing problems right now, odds are if you just had a moment and you sat with yourself and thought about it, identify what's within your control and then identify what's out of your control. Like for example, if people are acting rude and weird and obnoxious towards you, and they're not a family member. In some cases, they are family members. You need to be explicitly clear like what you will tolerate and not tolerate. If they're a client that's totally abusing the time and the energy that you're supposed to be working on them, let them know. Enforce those boundaries. Let them know that what you can and cannot do. A lot of us have much more power that we surrender freely because we're so afraid of being a being mean or offending or whatever it is. I want you to give yourself the permission to love and respect your journey, love and respect yourself, the permission to understand when you need to pause and take a break, permission to set yourself up for success in all areas of your life. Okay. I'm hoping that this is helpful. So just a review, things happen all the time Sometimes are are out of side of our control. Some things are within our control, but we have the control to control our mind and how we look and reflect things. Most importantly, please get that support. Make sure that you're supported with someone who understands. You don't have to necessarily talk to somebody. You can always read books, listen to podcasts like this, but just make that commitment to not run away from it. A lot of times we make things worse by trying to pretend that it doesn't exist. Recognize what's wrong. Really self-examine. Is it something that you cause? Is something that's out of your control? But whatever it is, do you have a plan of action so that if it does happen again, you can either minimize it or eliminate it? Also, make sure that your goals are realistic. Don't try to go for big multi-million dollar goals when you're really just needing to, for example, just hit 10K months, for example. Keep your goals small and realistic. And lastly, don't 
sabotage yourself. Set yourself up for success with all the tools and resources and don't make issues about it. Don't be a drama person about it. Don't be a drama king or queen. (laughs) Make sure that you have everything that you need to make sure that you can win. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I'm hoping that this conversation was really beneficial. If you really love this podcast, if you really love what you've heard, please make sure that you forward this podcast to someone that you know can benefit. And if you really, really like what you've been hearing, please make sure you write a review and let other people know so that we can grow this community. We can have better conversations. With that being said, thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.